0: Hey there, it's Miss Lucas, and today is August 30th, 2020. It's 2.10 in the morning, and um, the reason I'm up this late again is because I'm really hooked on this um, interior designing um, website that I found online. I started I started two days ago and um, it's really addicting. Um, and it's been really helping with um, making me feel better and taking my mind off the things that stress me out or make me sad or scare me. Um, I actually slept um, at around 5 or 6 a.m. yesterday. Because I was working on this um, on this designing thing until I think 4am in the morning and then I got hungry and then I ate something, I took my medication to be able to sleep um, and um, of course the medication didn't work right away so I watched a movie on Netflix. And I started getting sleepy at around like 6. It was already light outside when I fell asleep. So, Um, when my alarm rang at 12 noon earlier today, I was so, so, so sleepy. But I had to force myself to get up because I needed the time in and start working. All in all, today at work, um, it was a productive day for me. Um... And uh, I think I really paced myself really well. Like when it was time for a break, I really did take a break, and I wasn't really working throughout the one-hour break. So I think um, I think I'm doing the right thing work-wise. It's just that I haven't really been taking care of myself health-wise. Um, I'm really screwing myself over with this health thing. Um, I'm sacrificing my health all because I want to feel better. I was talking to one of my friends earlier today and um, I actually asked him if I was doing the right thing with regard to um, taking a break. He suggested that um i take a break from all the things that are stressing me out and i i brought it up with him Um, i actually brought up this issue that i'm having with myself in terms of how i'm handling everything um as you all probably know um i mentioned before that um I've been trying, well, it feels like I'm trying to run away from reality because um, I've been um, distracting myself all the time. I can't go for a minute without something distracting me. I mean, I bring my phone to the toilet. Even when it takes a few seconds for me to pee, I I literally have my phone in my hand. When I'm sitting in the toilet watching Netflix or something or listening to music because I can't go for a few seconds without hearing something or um, somehow making use of one of my senses in a way that I am focused on something and not just um, silence because silence... um, to me is like um an open door and when when there's an open door the negative thoughts and the sad thoughts and everything comes in so i'm imagining my fears and my sadness my sadness and my um all of my negative emotions as like spirits let's say they're spirits or they're demons and the moment I stop being busy or the moment I i am not distracted or focused on something they you know um they try to get in and they try to attack me so what I do is um I I work on this um design or i watch netflix or i listen to music or i talk with my friends i know um i'm not supposed to dwell on my feelings because it's not healthy but am i supposed to um, acknowledge that they're there i mean i do acknowledge they're there i know that they are there but what I do is like I swat them <laughs> I swat them away like flies. That's the that's the phrase I use to describe what I do with my feelings. The moment I feel something I'm like fuck off. I'm not listening. I'm I don't see you. I'm not listening to you. I don't hear you. I don't feel you. It's it's almost like I deny that they're there. I mean, I know they are there. So obviously that's undeniable. But as soon as I start to see them or hear them or feel them, I'm just like, get the fuck off. So I don't, I don't really know if it's a healthy way for me to cope. Because my therapist always tells me that when i feel those feelings like the sadness or the frustration or whatever to acknowledge that they're there and be like okay i i this is how i feel i accept my feelings i'm not judging them but i mean i don't want to feel depressed i don't want to feel sad um i've been listening to one song most of the day probably like 12 hours already because i realized that this song is kind of um almost exactly the same as what went down with my breakup so i'm i've been listening to it over and over getting into this really sad sentimental mood isn't that acknowledging my feelings because i don't i mean i'm obviously not in high spirits because of the song the past couple of past couple of days i've been listening to music that put me in a positive mood but today i heard this song and um i i've always known this song since i was much younger but suddenly it means much more than what it used to and I'm getting um, random memories again like um, the fun times that I had with his um, with his siblings and one of his siblings girlfriend and um, we kind of had this own little group we're kind of like a weekend group and um we uh, we went to escape rooms um because that was our ideal ideal of fun i wasn't into it at first because i'm just like i don't know um um When I first got into this relationship with my ex, I was a very um, moody person and I didn't really know how to handle my moods, plus he's always weird around other people. Like he treats me weirdly, well he treated me weirdly in front of other people. Um, It's almost like he's awkward with me and whenever this was an issue I brought up with him whenever we took pictures he just avoided standing beside me or being close with me so I had an issue with that and since then he fixed that but if I never brought that up he would always like (laughs) he would never take his place beside me if I never brought that up I mean, like, I feel like, why would you not post beside me in photos? Are you trying to look single? What is it? Like, of course that was an issue with me. I think it would be an issue with everyone. So those types of things, his shadiness always put me in a negative mood, so... I didn't really enjoy the first few times we um, we hung out with his siblings and um, played. Um, it it wasn't because of his siblings. I absolutely love them. Um, I like them a lot. I think they're fun and they make me happy. But it was more of just, I don't really know how to act with this guy. Because he's he always acts weird. And the reason why... He changed was because I would complain about his behaviors. And um, if I never complained about those negative behaviors, he would never straighten up. It's not really my fault, but now I know that it's a you know, um, that that was one of the things that made him really unhappy that he changed so much because I complained about the behaviors that were unacceptable to me and these weren't just behaviors that I feel were unacceptable to me as a person but in these are in general unacceptable behaviors of a boyfriend because I did check um I did check with my friends and I checked with um like my parents and some of my relatives to see if that kind of behavior is normal or if it's um it's wrong or like negative and um, that was kind of my way of checking if um, I'm being paranoid and I'm being um, absolutely strict or something but it always appears as if um, I'm wrong however after confirming with people if what I feel and what i see are actually wrong i find out that they are definitely wrong they are definitely shady weird and unacceptable so that's why i'd bring it up i'd bring those up with him and he never likes it he thinks it's negative it's like he hates himself because i i bring those things up with him i admit i um had a hard time enjoying the first few times we um hung out with his siblings but I eventually loved it it was kind of our thing together we were kind of like a group of friends it was fun and I'm I was missing that earlier today there was absolutely nothing that triggered those memories I I was in the middle of work um while listening to music and I just suddenly had those memories and um again and again earlier today while um after work while i'm working on this um inspiration of my dream loft loft house i just have these random ass memories entering my head and it's just excuse me it's frustrating um it's tiring um and um I don't want to feel sad but I do. And when I have those happy memories um what comes next is literally these words. Oh, but he's he's your ex. You'll never you'll you'll never do those things again. He is now your ex. He's no longer your boyfriend. You are an ex. You are no longer his girlfriend. You are single. He is single. Um and he broke up with you because he um he doesn't want to be with you anymore. And he broke up with you because he doesn't love you anymore and he um and uh he doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care enough to stay. Um and he won't stay because he doesn't love you. I mean I mean I I keep on these um statements ring truer and truer for me every day like Every day I just feel like, um, I feel much different than I used to feel before he broke up with me and, um, when he broke up with me. Back then I believed that he definitely loved me, it's just that he couldn't be with me. Back then I thought, um... I accept his um, decision, and it's okay, and I still love him, and I miss him, and I'm desperate. And I'm, um, uh, I'm in such bad shape because he's no longer with me. But every day, those feelings shrink those feelings of like understanding him and accepting his decision and like being totally cool with him um not wanting to be with me anymore and now it's weird because back then we agreed that um i wouldn't get mad that he broke up with me and i'm like i would never get mad i understand you know um as hurt as i am and as cruel as He is, and as cold as he is, I'm like, I would never get mad at this guy because he he needed to leave the relationship because it was for his own good. And I say that because it's not for my own good. I wanted to be with him. And I, I was already willing to take care of myself on my own without his help, without his whatever it's funny because that day on that day when we broke up and I told him I was ready to adjust to you I was that day you told me that you were not sure if you wanted to be with me still I was I was accepting the fact that you um, would never have anything to do with my mental health you would not be involved and then he told me, yeah, i okay, I okay, but that's not fair. That's not, yeah, it's not a fair move. I know it's not fair. So if you want it to be fair, why don't you just stay? Oh, that's because you don't want to stay. Oh, and, and that's because you don't want to have anything to do with me anymore, regardless of, regardless of, um, if, um, I promised to take care of my own mental health without your help or support or not so because I have these thoughts and like validations of how his breaking up with me wasn't really for the the good of both parties I start to kind of get mad and like upset and just like yeah angry like what the fuck is he talking about he promised he would stay with me. He promised he understood me. He promised that he loved me. On days that I doubt his feelings for me, he would tell me, um, you're silly, I love you so much. I, I fucking love you. Suddenly he pulls his love out. It just seems so different from my first ex when he when he decided not to get back together with me. My ex from back then, from 2015, said, I love you, Jill, but I can't do this. Um, I can't be with you. I can't give you what you want. And I have all of these things that I need to do in my life. I need to focus on my career and my future, blah, blah, blah. But he, he definitely told me a few times, I love you, but I can't. And I think that showed too, because as much as he tried to detach from me, I'd hear from him every now and then. He would ask me how I am. I mean, when I approached him and talked to him, he would reply to me and he was he was um neutral about things um when i asked him for sh- small favor favors like okay can you like my picture can you comment this on my picture he did that and he was my ex and we were no we were um i think um we still continued to have that kind of like communication for a year after the breakup i think he was a decent ex um except for the for those times that he um approached me because he wanted, like, and I'm sorry that I have to go into detail, um, but that ex of mine from from 2015 um, would um, approach me every now and then and, like, ask for sexual favors. So that was the only thing I didn't like about him. But other than that, he was a pretty decent ex. Like, he wasn't hateful. He didn't avoid me. He didn't hide stuff from me. Um... Yeah, he was just, he, as soon as, um, the breakup was, um, declared, he started, you know, um, being free, and he acted like it, and he showed it, but this, this ex, this new ex, he's, um he's avoidant, he's, I don't know, um, he was afraid, he was afraid to break up with me, and that's why it took him forever to to tell me what his decision was, and while he was breaking up with me, he was filtering his words, um, he couldn't tell me he loved me, that he cared about me, he couldn't tell me anything of his of his feelings and so it's um it's and that's why it's so easy for me to doubt his feelings for me now i know it's possible that he wouldn't say what he felt about me because he was trying to detach and not give me hope but um when you are sure about your decision and you really want to break up and you wanted it to be like a kind a kind and and um polite and um i guess um yeah like a a kind and um amicable and sensitive and um um polite breakup it it wouldn't be a bad thing to tell the person um, I loved you. I I I love you, and um, I care about you, and uh, I I had I I had a lot of fun when we were together. I enjoyed being in this relationship with you. I appreciate you. I mean, he never said any of those things. Like, I I remember him telling me. I mean, thanking me, telling me that he was grateful and. Whatever, but it was more of me. I, I initiated all of those um words. But, I mean, before, I, I didn't care about it before. From From the moment that he said that he wasn't sure about me anymore to the day of the breakup, I was okay with that. I'm just, I'm like, I don't care what he tells me. I just wanna. Since I'm sure he was, he's going to break up with me. I'm just gonna tell him everything that I, I want to tell him all of my feelings, all of my thoughts, um, my all my apologies that I need to, to um, to tell him um, all the things that I'm grateful for about about um who he is and how he was as my boyfriend and as a person and as family and as and as my closest friend. Now I care. I'm like, I'm so annoyed that he, it didn't make me feel like he, like I was special at all. I mean, it's just, it's so weird that it's funny what a few days can do to you, you know? Um, every day I wake up surprised because, um... Like a few days before, I felt so hopeless and like I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to keep going. I don't want to live. Um, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm scared. But now I'm like you know um, I want to try. I want to try to fight. I want to try to do this. Yeah, and um, as scared as I am, like oh, I still want to try. And it's not because I want to prove anybody wrong and like be like, "Huh, well, I made it, even if, even if I went through this and that, I made it." It's not that. I mean, I I sincerely want to fight for myself. It's kind of like a declaration of love for myself, as lame as that sounds. Today, um, I heard my mom and dad talking they were talking over lunch and um, they were talking about my mom's cancer management so um, they went to a doctor one of the oncologists and um, the doctor saw her um, radiation scans was it was it a radiation scan, CT scan? It's not a CT scan, but anyway, it was her scans, and they saw, and uh, I mentioned that she has weird like growths in 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 the neck and the left breast and her lungs, and uh, she needs to undergo biopsy, a biopsy, to see what they are and um i know they could be anything but because she has she's had she has cancer and um because of all the stress that she undergoes because of work and her personal life and stuff i'm not feeling way too i'm just not feeling confident at all that they are not cancer so they can only be one of two things they could be Um, Metastasize cancer or um, they could be new ones I really want to hope and I want to believe that they're nothing, that they're just random cysts um, but I've been failed by so many things in my life that it's just it's hard for me to trust in anything it's hard for me to trust in myself in other people especially in in whoever else I'm going to meet in my future like friends or or a, a possible partner it's hard for me to trust in life and I, I hate to admit this but it's hard it's been hard to trust in God. I am a hypocrite because I I pray to him, ask him for things, but it's hard for me to trust him. I I I haven't let go. I know what it's like to let go and let God do everything. I remember what that was like when um i was feeling really hopeless and helpless and like scared to death when um when my mom was in pain and um this was when she was first diagnosed and she she had to be hospitalized because she was in in uh severe pain um yeah um and she needed to go through immediate surgery but it um the surgeon hasn't come in yet so we were helpless we we didn't know who to approach nobody was being helpful not the doctors not the not the nurses nobody we didn't know what to do and i was god i was just that was like a moment of insanity for everyone for my, me my dad my mom <sighs> It's one of the scariest moments in my life. <sighs> just thinking about it, um I am yeah, I'm I'm trembling just thinking about that that time. Anyway, um I I got so helpless that I let go I don't know how I did that but I I guess that was the lowest point maybe that was the lowest point like when you are you just don't know what to do anymore and you lose all hope that's what you end up doing because you don't want to give up but you're also so helpless and you feel like all hope is lost because you want to fight and because you want to you don't want to give up on your mom that's kind of what happens like you you just let go and um put somehow like everything on the line and trust that god will do his work i haven't felt that yet um I that's the goal. I want to I want to do that. I want to just put everything in God's hands, but it's so hard. So they need um a biopsy of those growths, see what they are. Um and I'm already scared to death and uh I I don't know what to do. Um, I don't want to lose my mom. And if she gets sicker and, like, knock on wood, I literally am going to knock on wood. Is that wood? I'm not even sure. Okay, I'm going to knock again. If anything happens to her, I'm going to get so mad. I'm going to get so angry. At people that I shouldn't even, I probably shouldn't even be angry at. I probably, I would probably get angry. At people, at the world, at myself, and just at everything. I don't want to get to that point. I just, um, I don't have anybody right now. It's, uh, I feel so vulnerable knowing that I don't have a person beside me through everything. It's great to have friends, they have your back, but they have your back, they're not beside you. And, um, I'm so dependent on other people. On other people's emotional support when i'm going through difficult situations like this that's something i haven't outgrown and it's something i really want to fix i guess i never saw it as a problem before i i just saw it as like a way for me to cope so i i um i lean on other people for emotional support and and um when i'm recharged um I go it alone again and then when I start feeling low, I approach my friends again. Friends, loved ones, whatever. I really want to learn how to just stand on my own, two feet by myself and just rely on myself. And if I do have to approach loved ones and friends... I want it to be because I'm just letting them know what's going on in my life but not really because I need their emotional support. It's nice to have emotional support from people but I don't want that to be um, my source of strength. I want my source of strength to come from inside me, from within me. I want to be my own strength. I want to be my own provider of everything. I really want to be self-reliant. I don't know where to start, so I'm I'm looking forward to my therapy this September. Um yeah. 2:45 a.m. and I'm hungry again, so I'm going to go downstairs and grab a grab a bite of something. Um or maybe just drink milk. I'm almost done with my, um, with this, um, with a loft that I'm designing. Um, I'm almost done, so I guess I'm going to finish this tomorrow. And um, I'm feeling very faint. Um, My muscles are hurting, my neck and like my shoulders, and I have a weird tension headache. And my throat is hurting. And now I realize it's because I keep on staying up late. Plus, I've been singing all day every day to this sad song, (laughs) hoping that I'm like, um, hoping that it's that that um, I can shed off some of the negative emotions by singing. hasn't helped much all I did is hurt my throat I mean my voice is breaking because I yeah I haven't been taking care of myself if I don't watch myself I'm gonna get sick that does that matter though I mean who who's gonna care who's gonna get mad at me for getting sick nobody just me I'm gonna get pissed at myself if I get sick. <laughs> Alright, um I uh I guess I'm gonna end this here and then um if there's anything else I'll just add it to this episode or um create a new episode by tomorrow. Um in, in just a couple of days it'll be um the first of September. It's usually a huge thing um, at least in in the Philippines all of the Burr months are like Christmas months holiday months Um, somehow I'm thankful that we're all locked in because there's no opportunity to go out and see the lights and whatever and the, there'll be nothing to make me sad because it's the holidays and like I can't enjoy it because I uh, I have these things I'm thinking about like I lost my I lost my ex I lost my boyfriend and my mom and dad are and dad are sick so it's hard for me to get into a holiday mood but since we're all locked in it's easier to cope I guess thank god for that I mean I hate the fucking virus but I'm thankful that we're in quarantine still. Otherwise these last four months of the year are gonna be a lot sadder. Fucking hell. My birthday I'm gonna I'm gonna spend my birthday alone. I'm gonna spend Christmas alone. Well I, I do have my mom and dad so that's a great thing. And I have um our housekeeper and her daughter so i mean these are my closest people these are the people i love the most in my life people i care about most because um they're the only ones i have now (laughs) i i will be spending the holidays with them i guess i'm just sad that i i don't have my ex i mean i don't have my boyfriend on my birthday, it's my thirtieth this December, I'll turn thirty. I thought I would still be with him, oh yeah, before I end this i I had this um calendar um I had this calendar alarm and it said something along the lines of like discuss this thing. It was about um, the argument that my ex and I had about my mental health. About his being uninvolved. I had that reminder in my calendar for August 29th. Which is a Saturday. Because on Saturdays... We spend time together at my condo saturdays to mondays so i was expecting that earlier today august 29 i would be at my condo and um i set the alarm for 10 p.m so that's an hour after my shift about after my work shift so i'll i i I was planning to kindly bringing it bring it up with him and have a nice and decent and mature conversation with him without like arguing and yelling and getting mad at each other. I scheduled that um, like a month or so after we had the argument. Never made it. That, That conversation didn't make it. We had already broken up before it was gonna happen before I planned it to have for it to happen so that's yeah I have these fucking annoying things and plus I I can't even go on Facebook to look at news and memes and my friends updates because fucking Facebook memories every day I go on Facebook um to just to see just to see the alerts like the notifications. I don't look at the timelines. I'm I'm scared as hell to see any posts that might remind me of something. So I'm doing a social media cleanse again like I always do when I undergo when I when I'm going through a breakup. But yeah, um fucking Facebook memories. I swear they are <sighs> Facebook has something against me, because it could be like a status from a year ago, a year or two ago. So I wouldn't like that because, obviously, that's the time my ex and I spent together. We spent the last two and a half years together. So all of my, all of my um status updates would be kind of about you know stuff from that time, which I don't want to think about. Or they could be status updates from, surprisingly, four and above years ago. And they 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 just happen to be so relevant. Some of them are status updates about my ex from 2015. About what he says about the relationship and stuff. And about the issues that I had with him. Issues that we had with each other. And um, it hurts to see those things because... They, they also applied to my most recent relationship. So I'm like, okay, so there's a problem here. And it wasn't solved because we had a lot of issues from that re- relationship from before that are still similar to the issues that we had in this most re- recent relationship. Honestly, just fuck me, guys. I hate this. I fuck the world. All right, I I really I'm really gonna get something to eat now because I'm hungry, and then I'm gonna go rest. And it's almost 3 a.m. Look at me, being so responsible. <gasps> okay, um, talk soon. Bye.